0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to a special podcast. This is November 3rd, 2018. Uh, So, I spent some of the day listening to Stacey Abrams with some interviews and, or an interview on television and uh, this Oprah piece. I'm going to tell you some, something that I've learned and this is not a, this is not a plea for Stacey Abrams. I still think Brian Kemp, I'm still voting for, I've voted for Brian Kemp. I'm still heavily hoping that Brian Kemp wins, but I have learned one thing about all this stuff, including being at the Dalton rally and then going and watching a living lives video from Stacey Abrams and Oprah. They have twisted both of those incidents in the media, depending on their spin, whether you're from the right or from your left. I have learned a valuable lesson just by listening to it myself. They literally put words in Oprah's mouth. that Oprah wasn't saying that. I know what Oprah is. She is a angel worshiping demon, in my view. I never did like her when she started angel worship in the 90s. She even brought that angel stuff up there. Uh, I heard her bring up her angel stuff. They turned her little speech into about voting. And she's right there. She's 100% right. I mean, you can't force people to vote. But it is a shame when you waste and don't vote. Because there was a lot of people in this country in the past who wanted to vote. And didn't. You actually spit in the face of the forefighters when you don't vote. Uh, Because those people fought for our rights, our constitutional rights. Uh, And it is a right. It's a guide given right. Really, it is. They say it's not. uh, You got some of these preachers who say it never was God's will to have a king. He didn't want Israel having a king. They wanted one, so he gave them one. And then he decided he's going to rule eternity as king of kings and lord of lords under David's throne. And David's honor, born of David's lion, born of David's bloodline, in honor of his people who wanted the king, which he didn't want him having a king. He never wanted kingship. He never wanted kingship. You can go look back into the chapters when he was telling them he didn't, they didn't want a king. He didn't want him having a king, but they wanted it anyway. So they pushed, so he gave them a king. Um. So I'm I'm going to start using my own ears and eyes to research this stuff, and and I I'm good at going on about that stuff, but it ain't good at doing it. You see, we often just take people's words. Now I still say vote Brian Kemp, vote Brian Kemp, vote Brian Kemp, vote Brian Kemp. This is not going to be a plea for Stacey Abrams. Indeed, when I listen to Stacey Abrams, I must be a liberal because I agree with some of the things she's saying. But look at the sharks surrounding her, the people surrounding her, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey. I hear George Soros has sponsored her, put money behind her. Uh, the, The organizations that are embracing her. And I can't think that that'd be good for my state. Uh... So I'm still. I, I voted red. I don't regret voting red at all. No regrets. Uh, so uh, I went to the Dalton rally. I'm wanting to go to the Trump rally. I'm thinking about that right now. Uh, don't want to get involved with that mess. It's going to be a mess, but it's history. So, I probably will end up going uh, but I'm thinking at the same time it's going to be a mess just listening to the news and listening to the news reports about getting there and everything else I think it's going to be a mess Uh, you know I'm disabled I have issues uh, getting around mobility issues uh, walking issues right now seeing issue Uh, I've got a I can see, but I'm hindered at the moment, a little bit. Uh, so anyways, um, we're getting closer to that election. It's an 11-3 and on 11-6. It'll all be over. It'll all be said and done. Georgia's either going to be red or Georgia's going to be blue. A step forward or a step backwards. A step backwards to illegal immigration, and that is my big number one fear, uh, is the illegal immigration. In Dalton, Georgia, we understand more than anybody about the illegal aliens. Calhoun's now flooded with illegal aliens, thanks to Mohawk. Boo thank you, Mohawk. You're such a wonder to our community. You're such a wonder to our community, Mohawk. I spit on Mohawk. I spit on Shaw. And yes, I am in Dalton, Georgia, and you ruined my town, you pieces of trash. 30 years ago, you ruined my town bringing those illegal skunks here to kill this town, to change it into something that's not, they're not the real Dalton's. And know, somebody was in the paper trying to, I guess it was a commenter, Trying to make it sound like those those are paid people, but nobody paid me. And there might have been a couple of buses up. I mean, there was only one or two buses up there. But there was a parking lot full of cars fighting for parking spaces. So your little paid off ain't going to work. It, it, it's a bunch of it's a sham, is what it is. Real Dalton was there yesterday. The Dalton, the way Dalton used to be before Dalton was taken over by the fake citizens. By the fake citizens of this town. The ones who aren't our real community. Our real community was up there supporting Pence, Kemp, uh Nathan Dill, uh, Tom Graves, uh, the, the two senators, Purdue and Isaacson. Uh Thank you all for being there. Thank you all for being there. Thank you, Nathan Dill, for your service to the state. And Nathan Dill, by the way, he's done some things that I didn't approve of. But overall, he's got a good record with me. Uh, I got out with him on several issues. But, you know, sometimes I've got out with Trump about, like, Syria. So I don't hold that against him. I I thank him for his service, what he did to our state, and particularly when he would stand up against birthright citizenship, illegal immigration. Nathan Dill was a champion of all that stuff in the Congress. He tried to get birthright citizenship throughout back then. You know, Trump and them staking on birthright citizenship. I've done recorded this podcast several times a day, but I think I'm doing better here. Because I've got an overall view of things now. You see, even me sometimes falls in the category of just taking what I see in the media and not doing my own research. And today, 11 Alive sparked my curiosity. By posting this story about Stacey Abrams and country music. I had to go watch it. Uh, So then I decided to do a little further research on her and actually hear what she had to say. As opposed to what people are making her say. And there are many levels. She is very accurate on a lot of things. She's accurate on the government levels. She was telling her base. And I don't even know if the Republicans do this. How important your local races are, your governor. How important your governor is very important. Your local levels are important. Stacy Abrams is 100% right here. I don't agree with everything she says, but she says some stuff that I approve of. Stuff that I actually agree with her on. Uh You know, Alex Jones tries to teach people about that stuff on his program. He, in the past in particular, used to go on about that stuff about the local levels and how you need to get involved with the local levels and even old larry nichols who used to go on about bill clinton and them all the time i hadn't heard from larry in a while he, he had some health issues uh he uh i don't know where larry's been lately uh of course he defeated hillary so that was his goal was to defeat hillary uh Larry used to tell people, if you got to run and you get on as dog catcher, you get on as dog catcher. He used to tell you that. He used to tell you if you could get in as a dog catcher, you get in as a dog catcher. That is very damn important at that local that local level. Uh but she's surrounded by a bunch of sharks, as I've said. I couldn't have never voted for, her, even though I agreed with her on some issues. I could have never voted for for this illegal immigration, making Georgia a sanctuary city, if that stuff's true. And I'd be willing to bet it is. I, uh, in some of this stuff she said on herself, I could not support her on guns. Because gun control only forfeits, I mean, only profits those who are threatened by guns. And you want to know who's threatened by guns? Criminals and jackbooted thugs that are planning to come in and steal, kill, rob, rape you, communism. Uh, Hitlers Hitler's uh, are for gun control. Mals are for gun control. Uh, Stylings are for gun control. People like that. People who have harm intended for you and criminals because when the good guys can't get the guns, only bad guys get them because they buy them on the black market or they steal them. So when you ban guns from legit people from getting them, you only enable the criminal. See, I'm a fair-minded person. I'm an independent person. You know, Oprah was going on about stuff, about being an independent woman. She's not really. I don't think she is. From what I can tell, she represents everything that Hollywood stands for. And that's my fear of Stacey Abrams. If she really would be fair-minded... And work with both sides and do things that was good for our state. I could very much support that, but it's all, it's probably just trying to get your vote. She would have, if I could have known, like if I wasn't in the know like I am about things or to see things the way I see them, I could have probably went to a Stacey Abrams event, come out a believer like people did Barack Obama and voted for her. So, you got to be careful. That's why I'm being careful about what I'm saying here. But she's right on a lot of levels, especially that government thing. But Nathan Dill, he used to cover, uh, he used to go on about the bird fried citizen show of light. He tried to get the anchor baby stopped. So, hopefully, Brian Kemp will be our governor. If God wills, and if God, I hope God wills. Uh I hope he, he's as good as uh, Nathan Dill has been okay. There was several instances uh I got out with him. Uh but I'll always respect his stance against illegal immigration. Now these carpet mills, I've got no respect for these carpet mills. I I'm sorry they destroyed this area. I seen Dalton 30 years ago, and I see Dalton today, and it's not the same Dalton. Indeed, we're known as Little Mexico everywhere. And that is, thank you, Mohawk, thank you, Shaw, you are scumbags. And you can put your little people in place to tell us, we better get out of here. We better get out of here. We need to just move out of here. You can do that all you want to. You can guess we can get out of here all you want to. All you want to. But I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Uh, I am a Dalton Georgian. I'm born in Dalton. I am from Georgia. Unlike Stacey Abrams isn't born in Georgia. Brian Kemp is a Georgian. He sounds like a Georgian. He talks Georgia. (laughs) <laughs> He's a bulldog. He's a Georgian. He's got the Georgia voice. Uh, uh, this is my town, Shaw. This is my town, uh, Mohawk. You're really a. Sh- you shouldn't even be called Mohawk. You're ashamed, Indians. Because even the Mexicans were in- were enemies to the Indian. Geronimo hated the Indians. I mean, uh, not the Indians. I'm sleepy. It's late here. It's 1 a.m. Uh, Geronimo hated the Mexicans. He hated them. Go research on Geronimo. You'll find out he hated the Mexicans. Uh, and I know it's more than Mexico. I mean, you got all kinds of dregs of the earth coming out here. You got third world Muslims coming here. Stabbing everybody everywhere they go. You got people from other parts of the world, anybody that can sneak in, South America, Guatemala, uh, El Salvador, with some bad people, bad dudes, as Trump says. And then you got the Honduras crap coming right now, the caravan, you got all that. So I was at that meeting yesterday or the day before yesterday. Not now, I've been working on this podcast all day. I think I finally got it good this time. Uh, I was glad to be there for Mike Pence. He's the vice president. We don't get many visits. We get some every once in a George Bush came, one George Bush, two came. I believe some of the vice presidents in the past may have came. My memory's calling. I think some of the other vice presidents were here uh, in Dalton, Georgia. We don't get much history, but yesterday we had history. Mike Pence. He's a he's a he's a religious man. He believes in Jesus. He prays. He asked us to pray for our nation. He said that's the one thing we can do. Is all get down on our knees and pray for our nation, and that's what we need to do. Um. Uh, I'm going to move on here to Kenya West. I was discussing that in the podcast. It sparked by Wayne Dupree. He's a talk show host. And I'm sure he probably discussed it on this radio program tonight. But it was his article, and he wrote about how people just associated themselves with Kenye because he put on the Make America Great Again hat, the red Trump hat. And uh, I'm going to briefly cover it here because I agreed with his article. People did just embrace. You want to know why I embraced Kanye? And I'm going to go into some details here about my album ten years ago that I've talked about some several times on my podcast. But I think I'm going to do it with some little clarity here. You see, this doesn't have anything to do with. This is about constitutional rights. The way I look at things in America, you don't have a right to dictate. Uh. What guide we believe in or any of this stuff. But I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible is his word. I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe that Jesus is guide. I believe that what he says is right and wrong is right and wrong. Now, do I always fall in line? No. I may not be guilty of homosexuality. I'm guilty of some things. But homosexuality, he defines as an abomination. Now, the world tells you differently. And this is going to go back to the subject that I'm talking about, about artists standing up for themselves, why they do or don't do it. And I understand why they don't do it. Because if I was a musician making a living as a musician, I just entered it as a hobby. I would not have a career. Because I would be expressive. (laughs) And... If something came up that I disapproved of, I would probably speak out about it, write songs about it, etc. Because that's exactly what I did in 2008. There was a narrative going on back then about gay being born that way. And, you know, Alice Jones gets attacked about the gay frog. And he dressed up very funnily like the gay frog for Halloween. It's a very funny skit. Uh, About the gay frogs and about them poisoning us and make chemical imbalances that causes gay frogs. And now they got this gay penguin thing. I heard this yesterday where they stowed the egg and there's gay penguins. Two gay penguins stowed the egg and they're raising the egg trying to hatch the hatchling. And that's their excuse of a gay family, gay penguin family. I kid you not. They try to present gay as a natural thing, like a natural occurrence is like a man and a woman. Or They're trying to present, and it's not natural. The Bible defines it unnatural in the New Testament. In both the New Testament and the Old Testament, it is defined as an abomination. I have to believe, and I know there's some gay people that I've seen that have shared my posts. I'm not trying to offend you, but I've got to believe what Jesus says It's bad. He says it's bad. That's what I got to believe in. And according to John, the Gospel of John, not the books of John, there's some, there's some, a pot, pot, there's some letters that are named John too, I think. But in the Gospel of John, one of the four Gospels, it starts out that in the in the, in the beginning the word was guide, and guide was the word, and he is who he says he is, and it defines Jesus Christ as the Lord, as guide. So Jesus is guide. When you're talking about guide, when you're talking about the creator of the universe and who created everything, it is Jesus Christ. I have to believe in that one guide, that he is Jesus Christ. If I believe the Bible, if I believe the Bible is what word, the word of God, like it says it is, I've got to trust that that's who God is. And I have to this say when he says something is wrong, I have to say it's wrong if I'm a right Christian. Now there's a there's a Christian movement right now that defines it otherwise. Now, how this ties into Kenya is my support for Kenya because he'll stand up for what he believes in, just like I stand up for what I believe in. Uh, I, th- I wish all artists would stand up for themselves. stuff. I mean, you got a bunch that just go along with the flow and say what everybody else is saying just to keep from stepping on some toes. And that's what I have to believe is going on here. Because when you listen and it's like a a board, a board and a computer. We don't need no education do, 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 We don't need no thought control. Do, 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 do. They're like they're like bricks in the wall. They all say the same things. You listen to Axel Rose, you listen to Trent Reznor, you listen to, um, several of them. Snoop Dogg, it's all the same stuff. Then you had Taylor Swift coming out with her Tennessee values, and she don't have any Tennessee values, she's got Hollywood values. Her and her Tennessee values, uh, Going on about her Tennessee values when she was talking about getting out and voting for the Democrats. When the Democrats are supporting everything from violence and uh, calling for attacking the president, like Joe Biden talking about beating him up all the time. Eric Holder t- talking about kicking us. Hillary saying we should be we that she should be she and all Democrats should be uncivil. Um, I know I'm not the nicest person and I can be mean with words, but then I don't wish anybody harm and Obama's coming to Atlanta. And if I was down in Atlanta, even though I don't like him, I'd go out and hear what he had to say just because you we really need to listen to each other. Like I sat and listened to Stacey Abrams today and I do agree with her on some issues, but I don't trust her looking at the sharks around her and Obama is one of the sharks I mean, look at the eight years that he did to this country. That alone makes me not want to Stacey Abrams. Uh, the fact that he's backing her. Uh, we should always be open and listen to each other. You can learn from listening. You can learn from reading. Uh... But back to the subject, and I got off matter, and I don't even remember where I left off. I was going on about the me believing in Jesus and believing He's guide, and according to the Gospel of John, He's who He is. And I believe that, and I believe that when He says something is wrong, I believe it's wrong. Now, do I always do what He wants me to do? And oh, I got a bad mouth. I learned that from from them Guns and Roses and Motley Crues and. Other I listened to, and the movies that I watched. We all have bad things, but we don't all commit the abominations. See, there's sins, there's bads, and then there's abomination. So if you're gay and you're listening to me, I don't, I don't wish to rue you. I can't tell you what to do. It's not my place to tell you anything. You, you, you're going to make your own choices, and you're going to. You're going to meet God, you, whether you believe in Him or not. If, if I'm right, I could be... I mean, there's always that little percentage. We don't really know what this universe is till we actually get there. It's just like going to a place. You don't know what you're getting there till you get there. And then sometimes you get there and there's nothing at all. It's nothing. And if at the end of the day when you die and you just poof out and that's all you are, well, well, we won't know because we won't know because you won't be there to think. You'll be just like you're in a deep sleep that you never wake up from and you're never going to get out of that sleep. If those people are right. And I don't think they're right. I have faith in Jesus Christ. i got to believe he, uh, believe what he says. And Jimmy Carter put lies in his mouth. He defined marriage when he spoke about divorce. So, so with Kenya West, that's the reason I support him because he will stand up for himself. There's a bunch of little Borgs who will not stand up for themselves. But he's not one of the little Borgs. Courtney Love's not one of them Borgs. She will not, she will not support that radical Muslim Shashar or whatever her name is. She's the one with the, where's the the american burqa the american flag is a burqa out here at all these rallies and all this stuff behind the women's movement courtney love would not support that courtney love has always been a feminist she was feminist back in the nirvana days when she was married to kurt cobain when she was with Kurt Cobain. And she uh, she's always been a feminist. She hated Axl Rose. <laughs> I remember she used to hate Axl Rose. I don't hate Axl Rose. I'm mad at him. Uh, I, I, I don't. I distanced myself from him. I don't hate him. But he's been making a lot of anti-Trump rhetoric over the past year. Uh, so I distance myself from Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses is one of my big influences as a musician. I know we don't care what I think. Uh, Courtney Love don't, don't just go with the flow. Uh, that don't make her, that don't mean she's a conservative and she's not a Trump wearing, hat wearing Trump supporter. Well, Kenya did something the other day. He bailed out this Democrat. This is what Wayne Dupree was writing about. Um, in the city of Chicago, she's running for mayor. And he put money behind her enough to pay her fine. She was down the sixty something dollars in her bank account. She was in trouble. She was getting fined. He paid her fine. He paid her a. Uh, he made her a donation big enough to pay her fine. Now I hope this isn't just a plea on Kenya's part to get even with Candace, because we know about it, it. Wasn't Trump? There the media spinning about Trump. It was about Candace. She come up, Candace Owens. She come up with that Brexit, Brexit thing, which is the black exit of the Democratic Party. He wasn't behind it, but she put his name, he claims she put his, her. she claims it's a misunderstanding when you went and read her side. Uh, I'm trying to stay out of it because I thought both what Ken Yeh and Candace was doing was a good thing. I think it's good to tell black people they don't have to be on that plantation. I don't think you should be on any kind of plantation. We don't need to be on a Republican plantation. We don't need to be on a Democrat plantation because they will both enslave you. If you let them, you have to use your thinking, you have to, you have to be, but you also need to stand up for yourself. And that was where I'm going with the, uh, Kenya thing. That's, that was the reason I supported him. I still support him. But I hope, I hope this, if this woman wins, it's not a mistake for his town because, you know, he worries about Chicago. Chicago is one of the things he brings up and it is, it's a bad place. It's a mess. Black on black crime, they don't want to discuss that. Um, they're good at telling you about the cops that kill black people, but they you don't they don't want to hear about the black on black They tell us ain't none of the damn business and if we say something about us white people we're told we're not black, so don't worry about it. I was actually told that on Snoop Dogg's uh feeds by one of his fans. Not Snoop, one of his fans. Uh I'm going to move on to the last subject of the night, disabilities. I am a man of disability, and I'm not one of these people who goes around suing to sue. And I have threatened to sue a few times and was actually considering it against the Phillips Arena CNN Center who discriminated against me. And I was told by the Justice Department that if I had first date... My case had merit, but they, it wasn't one that they could take up for the public. And they told me that if I had sued them personally, they would have backed me. Now that I saw this article today from the BBC and it's a video about this guy who the airport in London, when they was when he was flying, he's a he's a an athlete. He actually had the he got paralyzed, and he rebuilt himself, and he teaches others how to rebuild themselves. He's wanting to empower disabled people. But he got mistreated at an airport, and they and they offered to help him, but they was going to give him a wheelchair and let him push himself. And you know what happens when you push yourself in them wheelchairs? You burn your hands all to pieces. So he just walked on the floor. He crawled all the way up the floor to the luggage, got on his luggage, and then rode out on his luggage. Now he wants changes made at the airport's or he—he that's what he's wanting, uh, where they have to support disabled people. They should support him. He shouldn't even have to give up his equipment for them to lose it. He should have been able to ride with his equipment. It shouldn't be in the luggage. It's not luggage. It is his livelihood. These people will treat you like crap. I am disabled. I have been in it all. I've been walkers, canes, wheelchairs, you name it. Depending on how severe, at the time, my neurological issue takes me, uh, I have to have assistance. And I ran into this here in Dalton the other day with a limited number of chairs, first come, first serve. And when I got there, the very last one was been taken. And I had to go sit in a corner with the press people, and I had to take one of their chairs. They had two chairs at their table. And this guy was sitting in one of them, and I asked him. I said, "I'm very sick. I got to sit down. Can I sit here?" And I probably stole somebody in the press corps' chair that they probably had where they could rest. And I didn't have a choice because I didn't bring my walker because it was in the my walker seat. My what I call my presidential limousine. It's a big old, big old thing. Because it was back when I was 80 pounds heavier, and and I had to get the biggest to support my weight. Uh, it's a wide load and I hate dealing with it. And if you're going down hills or up hills, it's going to take you backwards or forwards or so damn heavy. <laughs> uh, I hate the size of the thing, but we didn't bring it cause it was raining and it was so late and we was trying to get over there. And I was hoping, well, I could just get there and get me a seat. Well, it didn't, that didn't happen. I did get a seat, but I had to sit in the press with the press people at their table over there. Where I'm sure Fox News and CNN and all them were at, or, I know Fox covered it. I know ABC News covered it. I know uh, WSB was there. Uh, they streamed it. Uh, I was probably over there behind them. I couldn't see anything. I could hear everything. Couldn't see. I clapped and applauded, and even though I couldn't see, and I went home and watched it for where I could see them uh, on the stream. Thank God. Uh, but I'm a disabled person and I understand disability issues and a lot of people just scoff at it they laugh at it but you don't care until it happens to you now I would probably cure it anyway because I grew up watching Highway to Heaven and one thing Landon's program always taught you that there's value in everybody whether you're black, white some other color uh, Asian uh, disabled, blind impaired, disabled, mentally retarded, whatever your problem is. He tried to teach you in that program that everybody has value. Now, that was a twisted version of God. His guide in His little world in Highway to Heaven, God sent you back as angels and you could get it right if you messed up. There's no getting it right. If you mess up, you mess up. If you don't accept Him as Lord and Savior, you end up in hell. That's what his word says. But in Michael Linden's version of guide, you could earn your way back to heaven. And it was a fictitious guide, but his program had a lot of... And I grew up on that, and that's that's the way I believe. That's what Martin Luther King preached, by the way. He preached equally forever. He didn't preach equally for classes, for his people, as they like to say. He wanted whites and blacks to be able to walk in the same place together. And be able to have the same services together. He believed there's a respect for everybody, just like them programs. Highway to heaven? I would suggest kids watching it. They brought it back on television. Actually, it's actually on TV. It's a good series. If if you got kids, if you got if you're religious, and now I would teach my kids that this version the guide ain't guide. But as far as human humanities goes. He taught you how to treat people. I'm going to close with that. I'm going to close about that with the disabled thing. Because I'm a disabled American too. And people don't worry about us. They walk all over you. They treat you like crap. And there are a lot of crap that, pieces of crap that actually use disability as a, and some of them even make up disabilities just to fit disability so they can live up to those things in disability. That is despicable. I don't support that. This guy, he's good. He's he's paralyzed and he's built himself up. I mean, he has equipment that he gets around, but he wasn't going to let them walk all over him. With well, that, I close. Thank you for listening to the AVS show today, November 3rd, 2018. Get out and vote. Vote red. And if you're in Georgia, vote Kemp. Kemp, Kemp, Kemp. Oh, by the way, you know what I loved about that meeting? I'm going to close it with this. I forgot. I brought it up several times in the other two podcasts, but I forgot it this time. Uh, when we was there, there was USA chants. So there was a locker up. The guy screamed out locker up and she should be locked up. That's not radical. There's people trying to say that's radical. There's nothing radical. Hillary writes Clinton is a criminal. Then guys, he happened where do you want to. And it does make a difference. People died in Benghazi, and it does make a difference. And she should be locked up for that. She should be locked up for a whole lot of other things, but at least Benghazi, she should be locked up. What about the CIA agents that she got killed in China because of her her uh, treating um, classified stuff like it wasn't classified? What about that stuff? She is a traitor to this country. They should lock her up. There's a guy that screamed lock her up. But the one thing that was see the sign and she in that beautiful place that was not bought off people, despite what that little smuck in the paper tried to point out. And I didn't read it myself. My mother read it to me and told me about it. Uh, But I I only saw a few buses. There was tons of cars. And there's people looking for parking spaces. When we got parking and we had to look for a parking space. And it took us a long time to even get out of there, even after we got out. So don't let them kid you and think that that was some kind of paid off thing in Dawson, Georgia. It was night. It was night, ladies and gentlemen. That is a spin from hell because the people that are the fake citizens want to claim that, we're in the, that they're in the right and we're in the wrong. And 70% of Dalton voted for Donald J. Trump. And they voted for him on illegal immigration. Because that was the chant. It was so beautiful. It was all the way across the building. From one side to the next. Those other chants you'd hear here and there. But the universal chant. Build the wall. It was beautiful. Build the wall. Build the wall. I should have started to deport them all, but then they count that radical. It's not radical. We need to deport them people. There is a right way to come here, and there is a wrong way to come here. You don't just get to in a civilized country. The Indians, when they had a country, it wasn't civilized. It wasn't even a country. And the settlers come over here and they win and through purchases and wars and purchases and land purchases and eventually got to the 50 states of the United States, including Hawaii and Alaska. And that is the United States of America today. And we have rules and regulations about how you become a citizen in the United States. You don't just walk up to the border and decide you're a citizen and you come in. It don't work that way. You've got to go through a process. And if you break that process, there's no pathway. There's no pathway. You have broken the law. You have disregarded these people of this country. The civilized nation, any civilized nation deserves that. It would be illegal for me to go to a country and just walk across their border and expect to be a citizen. I would have to go through their process. That's the respectful, that is the godly thing to do. That is the right thing to do. That is the biblical thing to do. God only ever calls you to go up against the government if it restricts your uh, right to worship Him. That's the only time He ever calls for rebellion. Now, I don't mean you shouldn't rebel when there's bad things or stand up against it or even speak out against it. There's nothing wrong with speaking out your voice, especially in the United States of America. We aren't under Caesar. We're not under a king. we got the right to voice our opinion. There are churches that will tell you you never can say anything. That is, that is a mis-abuse of the Bible. Uh, but you're supposed to respect authority, and as long as it's a respectful full authority, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with providing laws to protect your people within your borders. And that law about them just walking across is to protect the people of the United States of America or any other country for that matter. They're, they're disrespecting Mexico right now, knocking down helicopters with rocks, burning buildings down, hurting and beating up police officers in Mexico. That's not right. There's nothing right about that. That's a disrespect to Mexico and their country. Now, I've got an opinion. I'm thinking you reap what you sow. You don't respect us, But I still don't support it. I don't support those filthy animals. There was a... I'm going to close with this. Because it's important. Because Hulk can return today. After them trying to destroy him over... Stuff he said in his home. And his now they're even using a say I guess because he's an abuser of women because he, he's a cheater. He must be an abuser of women. And they criticized him on him going to Saudi Arabia. He's an American citizen. He can do whatever he wants to do. He can do... If he wants to go to Saudi Arabia, Hulk Hogan can go to Saudi Arabia. Hulk Hogan is an American. He supports America. He's glad to see America back again. Uh, and for once, just like I was glad the day Russo stood up to him at WCW. I was glad to actually see Hulk Hogan return from the ashes today. So I applaud you, Hulk Hogan, even though I never liked you. I'm glad you returned today. And another thing, what I was going to say about the filthy animals and WCW, there was this, and I made this comment there, other day and I deliberately hashtagged it to Russo in and uh... Eric Bischoff there was a group called the Filthy Animals in WCW and it was made up of Kidman Conan uh... I believe Hubin Guerrero uh... was a part of it eventually Billy Kidman Ray Mysterio and Conan and then Disco Inferno got involved in it for a little bit and become a joke out of it uh... They were called the Filthy Animals, and they were a group. I said these, I was a big fan of them because I like, I sort of like, even though I wasn't a big fan of him, I like Ray Mysterio. I noticed he was back on that pay-per-view today. Uh, Kidman, I was a big, huge fan of Kidman. And I was a fan of, uh I sort of like Conan. I like the way he doing. I didn't really, wasn't a big fan of him, but I I, I support Conan, even though I don't agree with his politics. He's one of these illegal immigration things. He's, he won't say illegal immigration, at least in his gimmicks. I, I'd say it's real. I've even heard old Jimmy Cornette piping off about him a few times. Uh, I said, I was a big fan of the filthy animals, but well, I'm not a fan of these filthy animals, and that's what they are. They're filthy animals. If you knock a, a helicopter out of the sky with rocks, you are a filthy, filthy animal. And I wasn't a fan of those filthy animals. With that, I close. Thank you for listening. I got to do some wrestling talk today. Because Hulk Hogan returned. And this this Kelagagi guy or whatever, why is everybody making a hero out of him? Just because he's murdered? What did he stand for? What did he do with his... That's what I'm wondering. What did he do with his articles? Was he one of the problems? I'm not saying he deserved to be murdered, but we don't need to make a hero out of him. Everybody that gets murdered is not a hero. Just saying. Just saying. I'll be the bad guy now. I'll be the bad guy. I don't know what he stood for. And I think it's a shabbos. It's a shame. And his murderers should be tried. They won't be. Because they're in Saudi Arabia. But just saying. Why make a hero out of him? That doesn't make him a hero.